Welcome to the Eclectic Readers Podcast, where staying at home means we have to tackle our TBR. No excuses. <laughs> I'm Susan. I'm Tara. I'm Jeanette. And hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. How are we all doing? It is day 1,364 <laughs> quarantine due to COVID-19. Okay, okay. Actually, it's like one month and a few days, but like it's starting to feel a little bit like years. It's starting to stretch just a little bit. <laughs> There's all those memes out there that are like, you know, March had 500 days. Yes. April lasted like five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're not wrong. Guys, don't lose wrong. it yet. Don't lose it. We still have time here. I know. There's so much more to go right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. But it should mean that we're getting a ton of reading done, right? If like April's five years long, we should be like just killing it. Oh, theoretically. I, I mean, I would say like it's been, you know, it is kind of a weird thing. Thing, not going to work every day like working from home but it's also like really weirdly pleasant I shouldn't say weirdly pleasant because I'm about to say that I've been spending a lot of time with my daughter and my daughter's a very <laughs> pleasant person um <laughs> but I have like I've been spending a lot of time with my daughter you know I've been able to be you know chill about certain things that normally I'm like oh my gosh I have to get the laundry done I have to go to work tomorrow but it's like okay I don't finish the laundry today it's cool like I can be a little bit more relaxed about certain things, which is really, really nice. And, you know, trying to get a little reading done. It's nice, actually, in a very (laughs) odd kind of, I can't go anywhere way. (laughs) Well, at least you're finding some joy in this. I mean, once, um, because my oldest is six, so she's in first grade. So we have to go to school. (laughs) So not only am I working, my husband's working. I have a four-year-old to entertain. We have to go to school. So it's been nuts, uh, to say the least. But we're, I think we're getting a routine down, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. like so important. And it's so important for the girls, like having a good schedule, having a routine down. And I think it'll just be manageable at this point once we ha- really have it down, you know? Yeah. So, yep. I guess we're, well, we're all hanging in there. We are. Mm-hmm. I don't have children to entertain. <laughs> But I do have a husband who's in law school who suddenly now has to do online classes, three papers, and like, I don't know, some crazy project or another. And a month before this started, we decided this is a great time to renovate our entire kitchen. Yeah. So <laughs> we do have a fridge. Yeah. You have a microwave? <laughs> so that, you have a microwave? And, and a microwave. Okay. And we do have a grill. So okay. we have we have made it work. Yes. Um, you know, in the... <laughs> Epic words of Sir Tim Gunn. We have made it work. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it, you know, we are, we are all, we are all hanging in there. And we everybody's having their challenges in this moment. But I think that you know, in general, um, I like what uh, we were talking before we got on this. But I like what Jeanette said when we were on this, and she, you know, she's seeming to find a Zen place. <laughs> and Susan, you were saying that y- your whole mantra in this is to find the joy. Yep every day and i am going to take that i think that that is a phenomenal mantra yeah. just any little thing like you know like i said yesterday we did stained glass chalk painting yesterday that was lovely yeah. the girls played so nicely you know and the weather was yeah. nice it was good you know <laughs> yeah that was a good moment yep. it's good to like take yeah. that 
and make so it th- in glass in your mind. Yep. And even when things are crazy, it's, you know, it's easy to find them. Like I, yeah. I do this little thing where at the end of every day, I find like three good things. Mm, yeah, like three good. things that I am grateful for. And it's usually really easy to find them. Like sometimes they're really dumb things. I'll be like, like yesterday I was like, I'm grateful that my husband and I got to sit down at the end of the day and watch Top Chef. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a dumb thing to be grateful for, but it's nice. It's very like, sweet though. And it's meaningful to you. Well, well, hopefully, maybe, possibly, maybe not me, but some (laughs) of us might be finding that joy or that thankfulness in books. Um, Quarantine is a weird time. We've been saying that. Uh, (laughs) Has it changed your reading habits at all? Are you reading more? Are you reading less? So actually, I'm reading about the same amount. It's definitely changed my reading habits. I'm reading at weird times of the day. I'm reading in different quantities. My reading routines are all over the place. But I'm still getting in about the same amount of books, which is, you know, I guess it's good. Yeah. It's just surprising. Well, you are already an overachiever. So I don't know <laughs> how you were ever going to get more books in. Um, I don't know how you read, how much you read now. So. What about you, Susan? Is um, uh, has your reading habits changed? Uh, I read less um, because, like you, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. But yeah. because now that we're doing school at home, I, the girls, are, one of the girls, are in my in the living room where I work, so I can't really listen to audiobooks with them around. Not because I don't want them to listen; it's they're grown up books, not kid books. <laughs> right? You know. Right. Like the last book I listened to is like a lot of violence. Like they don't need to listen to this. <laughs> um, so it it has gone down significantly um, with reading while I work. And uh, I lost like an hour just in the day after I'm done. And I lost a little bit of time uh, when we're getting them ready for bed. I usually had like half hour or so. <laughs> so I like lost all this time to read um but i'm still trying to like get the bulk of i try to read when they're playing outside and then i get one page in and they're like we need something or we're fighting or we're wandering (laughs) off somewhere that i have to follow them so you know nothing bad happens to them (laughs) then again if you let them wander off they might be gone for like 20 minutes and that's a lot of reading time (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Child endangerment is a good, is a good option to get I mean, more reading. Done. It might work out because there's less people out, but <laughs> <laughs> but like sometimes, oh, like my kids are very so, like so social, especially my oldest. And one time I was reading and I read a few pages. And I'm like, it's been weirdly quiet. I hadn't seen her go bike on her bike, and she was just chatting with our neighbor, like just around the corner. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like. I had no idea where you were. <laughs> Honestly, is- you know what the hardest part of quarantine is? Is that I'm an introvert staying at home with my extrovert family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You're telling me I got three of those. <laughs> so I'm, I am just an extrovert, so I'm just having a difficult time not yeah. seeing people. I miss hugging people. <laughs> yeah, wanna- the human contact. I mean, I love my husband, but like there's, he's my, he's my introvert family yeah. and he's just like Tara enough. And I'm like, no, never, <laughs> more, never. Um, I, I am the, uh, see, so Jeanette's like, I'm holding steady. You're like, 
things have declined, I am 100% stuck, you guys. I have tried and tried to read during this quarantine, and I just can't. The new Cassandra Clare Shadowhunter book came out. Y'all, this book... All right, I need to be real with you. I've been waiting for this specific book from for this group of characters for minimum five years. It's probably more like seven. I have known this book was coming out for almost a decade. And these were the characters I've been the most excited about reading. And it's not that the book isn't good. It's just I got halfway through it. The quarantine happened. And I just can't pick it up. I can't pick anything up. I have tried and tried and tried. And I think part of it is that... Now that I'm home during the day and I'm working from home, thankfully I'm working. I'm very, very blessed to be able to be working from home. Um, I'm in one spot all the time. So the idea that then I get off work and suddenly just sit back down and do nothing but read some more, I think I'm finding a very challenging for me personally. That's fair. I mean, that's very understandable. Can you take walks out where you are? I don't know how like crowded it is i i can't so i i can i can take walks around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. pretty easily and i can the other day i went and took a walk around our sort of local park area but there was a ton of people out Mm -hmm. there like shockingly and i'm like "Eh, this may not be the safest thing i've ever done but it's i do try to get out as much as i can um Well, so I can't contribute much to the what have you been reading during quarantine discussion, but (laughs) I do want to know because hopefully maybe you guys will unstick me a little bit. Um, What have you guys been reading during quarantine? Uh, Well, um, last month I mentioned that I was reading the Daughter of Smoke and Bone series. Mm -hmm. I just finished book two. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. it's okay. It's good. The writing is really good. It's, and this is just like a whole new world, even though it's like war torn. It's like a whole new world I can escape to because like there's angels and chimera and it's just like, just so different. It's like, yes, let me escape here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing that I'm really excited about actually is there's something about Sweetie um, mm-hmm. by Sandaya Menon. She wrote, um, uh, shoot. Was the- something twinkle yes when oh my goodness oh, why am i when dimple met rishi yes and yeah, and yeah dimple yeah. met yeah. rishi yeah. um it's uh it's really cute and that's what i need right now it's a light fluffy you know college e romance you know and it's like such a great escape in that like it's not super thought-provoking it's just fun you know sometimes you need a palate cleanser like yeah exactly and uh, i've really been enjoying it um i'm like halfway through that's like the book i read before i go to bed (laughs) um and have you yeah have you read uh red white and royal blue yet no i haven't all right, so considering all the mess that we're currently in politically, et cetera, read that. It is great escapism. It, I'm all about that escapism. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that should definitely be on your TV. If you're looking for something like fluffy and romancy and sweet, it is all those things. Plus, with the backdrop of a capable uh, president, <laughs> because it's about the first family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort, of, it's sort of nice to be like, oh, what if? 
<laughs> yeah, it was, it's just nice and fluffy. Is what like I bought this book on a whim at the bookstore, and um, it's well, the cover is awesome. Yeah, it's such a cute cover. Oh, her I, covers I'm, are adorable. I love her cover. She came out with a book called Curses and Kisses, which I want to read too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one Meredith talked about last time. Oh, yeah. she's um, a, the Curses and Kisses author. Yeah, yeah. Why did I never put that together? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> she's written like three or four books in that kind of when Dimple met Rishi yes. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And. I've only read Winterville Marishi, but it's adorable. And yeah. I've read of Curses of Kisses. And yeah. Right. There's something about Sweetie is about his little brother Ashish and Sweetie. Right. And it's, I love it because it's about body positivity, right? Like her mom is like shaming, like fat shaming her because she, she's like bigger, but she's like an athlete. She runs track and stuff and she's really good at it. So like she tackles this body positive thing in a really good way. I like it. That's cool. Yep. What about you, Nat? What are you reading? I have been reading Assassination Vacation by Sarah Val. Um, that's a nonfiction about the assassinated U.S. presidents, and it kind of examines U.S. and U.S. history and U.S. politics from that viewpoint. Um, it's not that's really heavy. I know, right? <laughs> I was the same thing, but I love the title. Got, it's, so I'm reading it for my staff book club, which is still going, you know, yay teachers and our books. And um, um, it's it's coming from it reminds me a little bit of Mary Roach in that it's full of like the author as she's exploring, for example, the first chapter is about Abraham Lincoln. So as she's exploring the history behind Abraham Lincoln's assassination. You know, she goes to different places. So like one of her things is she she tracks Booth's escape route. Um, and talks about the different people who might have been involved in this conspiracy. So it's got like that Mary Roach vibe in which like she talks a little bit about herself encountering the historical um, places and historical artifacts on her journey towards researching this book. It's also got a lot of like the, that little bit of snark. Yeah. So um, it's. But does it have the footnotes? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And I'm going to admit that like political snark is really like not my jam at all but i really am enjoying the history of it because it should be really heavy and it's not like it's very the history part of it is really really good the the snark and the other asides are like sometimes a little like confusing to me right but you know the history part is good (laughs) but yeah i don't know so are you turning to those types of books a lot right now, like nonfiction specifically instead of escapism? No, actually, I'm just I've been I was reading that, like I said, specifically because it's for right. um, the book club. And I was supposed to actually read it for last month's meeting. And with all the stay at home stuff, I forgot. So <laughs> our leader has extended the deadline and I was like, oh, good. because I forgot <laughs> to read the book. Um but anyways, actually, what I'm actually turning to are more lighter things, things that are a little bit fluffy. Um, I really have been enjoying Cozy Mysteries. Um, Meredith and I have been talking about for a couple of months the Gun Zoo Mysteries. Um, mm-hmm. the, the first one was The Ant Eater of Death, right? I have made it through the entire series except for the new one, which just came out last month. Wow. Um, oh, goodness. Yes. Uh, well, they're, they're I mean, short. I'm not that surprised. <laughs> They're short. They're only between 200 and 300 pages and they're like super easy reads. It's like not long chapters or anything like that. Um, but they're also just silly. 
like the zookeeper is just walking around getting involved in murder investigations that don't concern her at all. Like this isn't like a Sherlock Holmes or a Miss Marple, Miss Marple where people come and they're like, please solve the crime. Most right. of the time, everybody's like, stop, just don't solve the crime, like go away. And she's like, but where were you on Saturday night at eight o'clock when the murder was happening to the person to you, that you hate? And it's like, oh my gosh, you don't even know how to interrogate people properly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much, it's, it's fun little escapism. And it's nice to read little things like that where, you know, you know everything's going to be resolved and everything's going to be fine right. in 250 pages. You don't have exactly. to worry that there's going to be some sort of cliffhanger that, like, stresses you out or right. anything yeah. like that. Right. And the characters are silly and it's full of weird random facts about animals. Sometimes, like, she'll repeat the same fact, like, three times. And it's like, yes, I get it. Koala bears have pouches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's so it's cute because I don't know about you, but I saw that um, two of the big or one of the big movies being streamed right now on Netflix is like Outbreak. Yeah. And yeah. people are doing yep. the same thing with books. You know, I, I'm looking and I'm seeing like Station Eleven is being recommended mm-hmm. a lot or, you know, um, The Mortal Coil or, oh, what is that book by the Jurassic Park author? Michael oh, Crichton. Um, yeah. Uh, the Andromeda Strain. The Andromeda Strain. Thank you. Yeah. That is getting recommended that. a lot. And while Not I recently. like all of these books, I would never read these books right now. <laughs> I mean, but granted, you know, some people, they lean into that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, something bad is happening. So I'm going to read something that's worse than what is happening to me and feel a little bit better. I get it, but it just ain't it just ain't my jam. No, but I'm I, impressed. I, that's fair. <laughs> the thought of reading something like Station Eleven right now actually stresses me out. <laughs> and I, I like thinking, that book a lot. Yeah, I keep thinking, but I love that book so much. <laughs> it is so good. No, so, so is a drama strange. So is Mortal Coil. The other one I've heard of, um, and I have not read this. I don't know if either of you have, but Get Well Soon: History's Worst Plagues and Those Who Fought Them by Jennifer Wright is supposed to be like dark, funny, and that that one actually made me like, chuckle. Like I was like, maybe. Maybe next year. <laughs> next year. I don't know. Um, maybe that is the key to breaking my slump, though, right? Like, if escape, pure escapism isn't working for me, maybe I need to lean in. And, oh, and, and... yeah. Maybe your brain needs to like accept what's going on first. Yeah, and then like it be like, okay, like we're we're in a good place. I get it. We're, and then you I can mean, the we're saying this, but in me. three days, we're all going to get a text at 1 a.m. from Tara being like, oh, my gosh, guys, I just read Station Eleven again. And that was a terrible idea. <laughs> or, or and it was a fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should do it. Let's start a wondering Shakespearean group yeah. right now. Let's I mean, go. I will do that when there's not a stay at home order. Why yeah. do people like wait? <laughs> I'm just saying you can social distance by like going through the neighborhood and saying <laughs> saying Hamlet out the back there of your There you go. Car. Out of a like, megaphone. You know, yeah, there you go. I love it. Just do <laughs> like everyone's doing. I love that. All the Twitter people doing like the sonnets and um Patrick Stewart doing a sonnet a day. I know that's yeah. awesome. All the Shakespeare folks doing different uh monologues. It's been fantastic. Um but there's been a lot of people uh doing different things like that. Um and the book community is changing, too. You know, I think we've been pretty harsh on uh, <clears throat> some publishers <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, Macmillan, looking at you. 
um, they but they lifted their uh, they lifted their library. They did um, thing. They did. Yeah. It only took a global pandemic, but hey, <laughs> they got there. Um, no, but seriously, I'm happy that they did. So they yeah. they've lifted they've lifted their copyright laws. They've given because libraries are shut down, right? And that's a lot of people's access to books, and people are using books in this time, and so they're like, okay, fine. Have more ebooks. We suppose that's a fine thing for you to do. Have more audiobooks. Um, it, it's really good. I yeah. Think. Um, and I mean, with kids too, I mean, a lot of kids don't have access to their own books, right? They have mm-hmm. to depend yeah. on the library. And I mean, honestly, it's be, like it gives the parents a like, you know, 10 minute break of not having to constantly entertain their kids. They'd be like, here, here's story time. Like libraries are still doing story time. The independent bookstores around me are still doing story time. Um, they have like several throughout the week. Um, I think there was one. Are they that, do it being like a Zoom meeting or something like that? Yeah. Like it's um, as long as it's not on YouTube or they use something else, like they can totally just read to the masses, basically anything mm-hmm. that's like, like not like permanently recorded. Um, like there was a yoga story time that they did. <laughs> like, well, that's great. Um, Usborn, which is that's the uh, LMM, MLM, um, mostly where they have book consultants and stuff. And they told their mm-hmm. book consultants that they were allowed to do story time um, with their books. So uh, one of my friends who's a book lady, um, she's been doing story time every day uh, with their books. They have good books. Um, I think that's great. <laughs> like. That should have been a thing anyway. There should not have been like, oh, you're not allowed to do story time. Like, who cares? No, but I, but I get it. You know, cop, <clears throat> having now uh, been married to a law student who is in fact <laughs> specializing in copyrights, trademarks, and yeah. patents, um, it's you know, I get the need for intellectual sure. propriety, right? Like, like that's yeah, that's important to be able to protect protect that. And the more things get used and out there, the less of a stronghold you have on that intellectual property. It's very strange. Anyway, don't need to go into that, but I do love the fact that basically authors and publishers have been like, you know what? Uh, F that. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Let's just do the right thing. Yeah. And I think that that's really awesome. Did you see that tweet between LeVar Burton and Neil Gaiman on Twitter? I did. It was the best. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I got sent that tweet like five times in the same day. And I was like, this, like makes me happy every time. Yeah. For our listeners who maybe not know what we're talking about, Susan. Oh my gosh. So LeVar Burton, because he is amazing. Reading Rainbow Man. I mean, like man of our childhood, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, was trying to do story time and he was digging through, finding stories that weren't copyright. And he's like going down this well. And then Neil Gaiman tweets back and is like, you have my blanket permission to read any of my stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is lovely. <laughs> Did you see the waterfall that came from that? Though? Yes. Yeah. Different authors are like, me too, me too, yeah. me too, me too. I'm like, it just takes one, man. Yep. Proof right. that it and just what it was, takes one. Yep. And what was even more delightful was then like, they because it all happened on Twitter, was then people were like, well, I'm doing story time for my students. I'm doing mm-hmm. story time for this group, for that group. And Neil Gaiman was like, yeah, you, you have my, all of you, all of you have my blanket permission for mm-hmm. all of it. He and is just like there's so dear. many yep like there's so many people who are like yep we're gonna do what we can mm-hmm. yeah so for sure another talking about neil gaiman because i mean 
how much could we talk about Neil Gaiman? We can keep going. <laughs> something I love that what's going on is, you know, independent bookstores, a big thing, a big part of their business is bringing in authors to do author events, right? That's a big draw that they have in the community to bring people in and make some money. And they're not stopping in this time, which I think is fantastic. They're still holding these events. They're still getting authors on board. I just signed up for one the other day in like some Midwestern state. I, I don't remember, I think. God, I really don't know what state this was in, but I just saw it and I was like, yeah, I'm signing up for this. It's Neil Gaiman and N.K. Jemison. Yeah. <gasps> what? Oh, I, I know it's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll include the link. Yes. Uh, in the show notes for that, because it is going to be. Fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And then I don't know if you guys heard about bookshop.org. I don't know anything about bookshop.org. Okay. It's this. So it's coincidentally happening at this time. Um, this man, I, I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but this man wanted to create an Amazon, but for books. Cause that's you the mean one the thing. The way Amazon was works. originally created. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, so Amazon it, in the that's past. Literally. And that was like everything, but like solely with books, right? Like a, a warehouse that can just, you know, send out the books that, you know, people order from, but it's through independent booksellers. So like, um, oh, cool. I ordered books through second start of the right, which is an independent children's bookstore here. And, um, a percentage goes to the bookstore. If you go through their bookstore um, and get books from there, it like money will go to that bookstore. And um, he has been wanting to like create this. He's been working on it for years and it just happens to launch at a really great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely take a look at that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would love to find a way to, um, to participate and to um, help out our local bookstores, because I mean, that is one thing that there's a lot of things you can do to still support some local businesses and to be socially distant, but being in a bookstore and touching the books is not one of them. Um, unfortunately. So no, I think that's great. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you go into the website, the first thing it asks is like, find your bookstore, um, to link through so that that bookstore can you know, have that percentage of whatever you order from them is. And I think that's great because that's the one thing bookstores struggle with is like sending things out and like making, you know, placing the orders, receiving it and then sending it out. Whereas now this book, bookshop.org is like handles that part, you know, mm-hmm. and you just have to have the bookstore there. And I think that's just so great. They have a little tally, like how many, how much money they raised for their, for all the bookstores. Aww. Yeah. So. I think it's great. <laughs> and uh, my husband sent me that link. I was like, ha, I already ordered from there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's something you can find the joy in. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so last but not least, we did ask a bunch of readers what they were reading during quarantine. And I wanted to make sure that we uh, gave them some good shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, RJS Thumbelina said that she, I'm assuming it's a she, because your your name says Thumbelina in it, but I don't want to, if I'm not, I'm sorry, um, is reading Keeper of the Lost Cities. She said there are elves in a school setting learning how to do various forms of magic, and the main character is trying to figure out why she is so different. Um, she was raised by humans, spoiler alert. And the great mystery is running through the book. There's brilliant magical creatures and lots of different humanoid species, elves, humans, orcs, goblins, trolls, 
So like Harry Potter, D&D lovers, classic fantasy, this one is definitely for you. Um, that one sounds, sounds good. Great. Like I've, I've never heard of this book. <laughs> Me either. I love Ooh. when I get to add to my TBI. Because <laughs> now you can read from it. <laughs> so true. Have the time. Um, Ozma of Oz, which God, I love, love, love your yeah. handle, by the way, um, said that she's been recommending The Martian by Andy Weir, Ooh. which I think is awesome. Uh, she says it's the ultimate social distancing raid. So true. true. Um, <laughs> Watney is an is as isolated from humanity as humanly possible. Uh, and the book shows how strong a human can be in such awful circumstances and the importance of communication, connection, and innovation. So I... That's a good book. Oh, oh my God. God. Like, I, I hadn't even thought about it until she mentioned it. But as soon as... I was like, of course, that's the perfect read right now. <laughs> um, it really is so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Lauren explores books, said she's reading The Book of Joy. I feel like this is just a shout out to Susan by <laughs> Desmond Tutu and the 14th and the 14th Dalai Lama. Um, has any have any of you ever read The Book of Joy? Mm-hmm. No, but I think that. I will. It sounds delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it, but I've never I, I haven't ever picked it up. And I'm like, mm. again, adding adding mm-hmm. to Keep my adding. TBR. And yeah, just, just just a little mention, Emily St. John Mandel did come out with a new book that just dropped. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it's called The Glass Hotel, I want to uh, say. Yeah, it sounds... Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I, I added that to my TBR maybe like four months ago. So it's yep. here? Yep. Yeah. Great. So <laughs> if you want to read Station Eleven, but don't want to read Station Eleven for <laughs> reasons that are somewhat obvious, um, sh- The Glass Hotel is out. Yep. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. Um it's about like a Ponzi scheme, but also it's kind of weird. Like as I heard that it's got like other mysterious elements mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a mystery or what, but yeah. I- I'm still it's gonna read really it. Interesting. I mean, let's be honest. I loved her. I know, I'm definitely <laughs> reading it. It's I I love Station Eleven so much. I'm I've been it's it's sort of like when the night circus. Yeah. You're just like thirsty for the next thing. <laughs> um I I've been thirsty for more Emily St. John. So mm-hmm. great. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, continuing to adding to that TBR. <laughs> I think never we should stop. Have, I think we should have like not a contest, but it's just like, okay, keep track of what you read on your TBR. Let's see who read the most off their TBR. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's a good that's a good quarantine competition right there. Like a little challenge. Yeah, who's checked the most off of their TBR? The answer is going to be Jeanette. But yeah, I'm totally going to give it a go. Maybe I, Meredith. I'm terrible but, at reading yeah. for my TBR is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like a little, like it would be a little fun. Just like keep track of, oh, this is on my TBR and I read it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so we might, we might have to hash this out later, but... <laughs> No, see, the, this is us brainstorming in real time, guys. <laughs> if you see on our, if you see on our Instagram, all of a sudden we're doing a challenge. How much you read through the TBR? You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and until you hear more details, <laughs> check out our show notes on eclecticreaders.fireside.fm/slash/seventy-nine for all the books we've mentioned. You know, to keep that TBR going. Um, 
wonder if anybody will ever actually finish their TBR. I mean, mine's Never. really long. Impossible. But I don't Impossible. know, maybe, maybe some people are like super picky about what they put on their TBR, you know? I want to meet those people. I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> yeah. I tried and I was like, who am I kidding? <laughs> Um, all right. So uh, you can go ahead and find us on social media on Goodreads, let's see, and Instagram at Eclectic Readers and Twitter at Eclectic Read Pod. And where can listeners find you, lovely ladies? Tara? So you can find me on Goodreads and Twitter by my name, uh, Tara Newman, T A R A N E W M A N. Jeanette? You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Jeanette, D-R-J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E, and on Litzy and Goodreads at J-M-T-R-I-V-E-R-A-J-M-T Rivera. Yeah, and listeners can find me on Goodreads and Litzy at Rudy Kaicho. That's R-U-R-I underscore K-A-I-C-H-O-U. Please remember to subscribe in your favorite podcatcher so you never miss an episode because there are two a month. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other listeners can find us. Um, And we'll go ahead and see you for our discussion of secret passages in a hillside town next time. So happy reading. Happy reading, guys. Bye. Bye.